Welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where no topic is taboo. Booze is on deck, and I keep it real, real interesting. Hey, 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 welcome to Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff. Thank you again for everybody out there that's tuning in. We are growing by the day, and I certainly appreciate every single one of you out there listening, and I always appreciate the positive feedback. Thank you, thank you. And the DMs. I love all the DMs. So for perspective, today is May 24th. This will launch next week. On the 19th, my middle daughter and I flew to New York City to see Harry Styles on the 20th an interesting way that they orchestrate this thing. So the first thousand people for the pit, which is where she wanted to be, you got a wristband. We were like number 342, 343. So we were right there at the front, which was absolutely fabulous. And we, of course, had to line up on Friday morning to do all this stuff for the merchandise, right? Which was a big deal because I guess it was pretty hot. I guess it did sell out. Then it's quickly, we go back to the hotel, change. It's time to actually go back for the concert. And I have to tell you, he puts on a hell of a show. It's hard not to talk about things I saw and heard while I was in New York. You have basically from 4.20 until 9.30 when you're just chatting with the people around you. Now, I want to say this first. All these women that I was standing around were super, super nice. Very nice people. Now, there was one black young lady. She was super, super nice. This chick apparently wanted to bring in a BLM flag. Now, understand at some point in the concert, he took a flag from somebody, a Ukrainian flag. He also took the rainbow flag. He danced around with the flags. So I guess he felt comfortable with that. That's in his wheelhouse. But apparently he was not allowing anybody to bring these BLM flags in because they were deemed controversial or controversial, depending on how you like to say that word. This young lady took offense to that. And she started telling all the people around her about it. Well, finally, these women just shut her ass down. It was interesting because, of course, they're like, we're here to see a concert. But bottom line is, I think Harry Styles maybe doesn't want his brand associated with a bunch of fucking embezzlers. Clearly, there was probably a time before they all got busted up in that shit. And they were figured out when they got fucking caught red handed. You know, he doesn't want his brand associated with that. Good on him. Good on him. Well, then I hear a convo, a couple chicks behind me, talking about these fucking Republicans are going to take my abortion rights away. I mean, when I tell you, I never would have chimed in in any way, shape, form, or fashion. No, because I'm just there to enjoy this concert with my daughter. It's not a political night for me. But it was just very interesting to hear their commentary. Now, understand... None of these kids probably could tell you what the 10th Amendment is. They couldn't tell you that it was an overreach. They really couldn't tell you much of anything, quite frankly. They also went on to talk about how they hated Trump and DeSantis and how they were glad that so many of the people that they enjoy seeing in concert have banned Florida as a concert site. 
bottom line is people will go where the money is. So ultimately, these people will come back to Florida. But I don't even know who's banned Florida. I think it was bullshit. You know, the problem is they hear something and they think it's gospel. And 99% of the time, of course, it's not even on point at all. But they don't really get how real life works. Again, these are 20 something kids. They have kind of fuck the establishment. That's their attitude, especially when it comes to law and authority. Those are areas where they clearly want to push it in their face until, until that is, maybe they would need some help. Weird. Just weird. I think that's wacky. Yeah. So I also heard a ton of great convos in Ubers. Uh, I have to tell you, there was one fucking Uber ride where my ass bit a cushion button right off the seat. You ever been like so clenched up from nerves? You're like, fuck. I mean, he did get us where we were going, though. And in one piece, I kept the button. But Uber drivers, for the most part, and people may or may not realize this, are pretty conservative folks. I mean, I found it interesting. The one guy, and he was saying, oh, what are you all in town for? And we're like, Harry Styles. And he's like, oh, that feminine guy. And uh, I could see my middle daughter's face kind of crunching up. Hmm. Honestly, what I found pretty quickly is that working folk tend to be a little bit more conservative. And they're kind of on the done side of these fuckers that are shirking. So the working folks are done with the shirking folks. Who knew? Another convo. And it's an interesting one. And believe me, I've laughed about it. I've joked about it. I even had a guest on not too long ago who even made a comment similar to this. But people who wish we only had a one-party system. And I'm talking about primarily the intolerant left one-party system. But one fellow who happened to have been on the podcast, he mentioned it. He's like, why can't we all just get along, all be Americans? You know, in the vein that he meant it, 100%. That would be just absolutely utopia, which we know doesn't exist. It's a lovely sentiment, though, and I agree with the lovely sentiment. However, like everyone else out there in the fucking greater Western Hemisphere, we know that shit doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work, period. I mean, let's talk about some examples of one-party systems. How about 1940 fucking Nazi Germany? That's a one-party system. I mean, you've replaced the word fucking Trump supporters with Jews. Bingo, you got it. How about fucking China? One-party system. North Korea, one-party system. Venezuela, one-party system. It doesn't fucking work. They do not believe that other people should have a different opinion. They don't believe it. So fuck the one party system. And I have to say on a broader note, fuck these libertarians who keep fucking everybody else because they're just that fucking selfish. Like get out of the way. Fuck that three party fucking up the system. That's why we're in the fucking position we're in. I mean, look at what's going on around you. You got these woke ass fucking corporations doing whatever the government says. Hey, you call it what you want. I call that fucking fascism. I would argue you're in a fucking feudal society. Google this shit, youngsters, if you don't know what it means. You got the very rich or the poor. That's what you have. You know, I think because history is getting rewritten, I've heard kids just talk about crazy shit and they're so off track that you can't even, you're like, what the fuck? Somebody's teaching this shit to them, by the way, in a school. Frightening as fuck. 
frightening as fuck. Maybe I need to go back into education to straighten them out. Now, you don't have to travel too far back in time. There were fucking separate lanes on the highway in Moscow. Let that sink in for a fucking minute. Are there people out there that fucking disconnected? Maybe. I would argue that there are. And that's why I'm here. Hey, let's kind of lighten this up with a funny guy for a minute. Any Ricky Gervais fans out there? I'm a fan. Supernature, have you seen that? He's making liberal heads just fucking spin because he's doing what he does best. He's being a comedian. Now, if you haven't watched it, I would certainly highly recommend it just because it's fucking funny as hell. Did anyone have a pedo teacher when they were at school? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Round of applause for pedo teachers, yeah. <laughs> fucking hell. Unbelievable. That's another thing. I think where people are now trying to be so politically correct, they're trying to outwoke each other. Soon someone's going to say, you can't say pedo anymore. It's a derogatory term. It, it, it offends people who are child addicted, right? <laughs> so you're going to have people going to the doctor going, doctor, I think I'm child addicted, right? And the doctor go, oh, you poor thing. How do you feel? I feel like I want to fiddle with kids. <laughs> that is one of the symptoms. But... <laughs> Don't worry, sit down. We'll get you into a facility at taxpayer's expense, right? And we'll we're wean you off children. Uh, how does that work, doctor? Well, you know like when they give heroin addicts methadone? Yeah. Well, we're going to start you on dwarves, right? <laughs> Unfortunately, though, and this is highly unfortunate, now comedians, they feel like they have to fucking justify their humor and immediately they have to tell you, it's a joke what I just said. What I said is a joke. That's not my opinion or sentiment. Even he did this, and I'm not knocking him for it. I think maybe fucking Netflix had him sign something to do it. I don't know. Women. Uh, <laughs> not all women. I, I mean the old-fashioned ones. You know, the old-fashioned women. Oh, God. You know, the ones with wombs. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what comedy is for, really, to get us through stuff. And ideally in taboo subjects, because I want to take the audience to a place that hasn't been before, even for a split second. They are ladies. Look at their pronouns. <laughs> What about this person isn't a lady? Well, his penis. <laughs> Her penis, you f***ing bigot. And I think that's what comedy is for, getting us over taboo subjects. They're yeah. not scary anymore, so I deal with everything. If you have to say, hey, I don't agree with that, sometimes I pretend like I'm on the left, sometimes I pretend like I'm on the right, sometimes I pretend this, sometimes I pretend that, sometimes I do whatever. But then they'll say, oh, but I really don't feel that way. They're justifying their opinion or sentiment. How about you're a fucking comedian and that's what you do? I can tell you that in my day, so we're talking 80s comedians, right? If you do the math, unless the basic laws of arithmetic have changed unbeknownst to me. The fucking Eddie Murphys, I don't know, Richard Pryor, Sam Kennison. I love Sam Kennison. He was funny as fuck. Don Rickles, fucking rude motherfucker, funny as fuck. They weren't doing that shit. They never once fucking apologized for anything. Garen fucking T, they were not apologizing for being funny. And they were funny, 100% funny. And again, it's jokes. It's jokes. That's all it is. But now, I don't know if you guys are aware of this. You probably are. They have fucking woke comedy. What? Say what? Yeah, they have fucking woke comedy. I didn't even know it was a thing. 
but it's a thing. Well, I sort of knew it was getting to be a thing watching SNL, which I think SNL is fucking in trouble. These comedians, they have to sign an agreement saying, I won't joke about this. What? So you can't bring up certain topics. Well, you know what I think about that. Fuck that. And I do think it's probably crushing SNL. I mean, honestly, the only reason right now that I would watch SNL is if they had a good singer on that I liked. You know, Morgan Wallen was on there. I think that was the last time I watched it. You know, fuck the woke comedy group. They can kiss my ass. Let's do some news because there is some good news out there. Well, bad news, but it's news. (laughs) That was not right. That was not the way to broach into this. But hey, let me take a sip of my drink. Reignite the brain cells up here that are working. How many people out there heard about the young kid who went into the grocery store in Buffalo, New York and shot up the store? Now, you're listening. So if you know the story, I'm not going to be delivering some earth shattering information here. It was a white kid. It was a black grocery store. Okay, so immediate hate crime, right? Immediate, immediate. Now, Garen fucking T, this kid had some extremely serious mental health problems. No question mark about it. And that's horrific. There is no scenario in which anything like that could ever be okay in any universe, right? Unless you're in the fucking twilight zone. It ain't okay. Now somebody might get mad about this comment. It is the United States of America where I can still, for the moment, have my own thoughts. If this fucking woke ass school system doesn't fuel some of this fucking anger, some of this hostility. I can't help but wonder that. I mean, let's face it. It's a fucking hate crime. It's a hate crime. But what about the fellow that mowed down the people at the Christmas parade? Remember the dude who shot up the people on the subway? They didn't label those like that. They didn't jump all over it like that. Not even remotely. And I think part of the problem, and this is just a thought, but part of the problem is we don't really label or deem people mentally ill. We're accepting a whole bunch of shit. When in fact, people sometimes are mentally ill. And could you not agree that that guy was fucking mentally ill? Same thing with the dude who mowed the people down in the parades. Same thing with the dude who shot the people in the subway. You're not fucking normal. That's not normal behavior. No. If you think it is, then there's something wrong with you. If you think it's okay to mow down white people, if you think it's okay to shoot black people, If you think it's okay to do any of those things, if you think it's okay to kill people, something's wrong with your fucking beanie. You're noggin, your shit's not working right. Remember the California shooting suspect that was identified as a Las Vegas dude? Do you remember this? The media thought this was like an anti-Asian hate crime until they found out that the killer was in fact... Hey, certainly a hate crime, but, 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 but the media, they couldn't turn it into a white supremacist act. It is a shame that we no longer have journalism that's worth a shit. Literally just a bunch of leftist motherfuckers pushing a single point of view down everybody's throat. All right. Fuck the news. Let's go personal for a minute. So have you ever had 
like something you do that's private that you don't necessarily want out there, right? Maybe you are in your bedroom and you have some gadget in your nightstand and you don't want somebody to bust in on you with it. That <laughs> kind of private shit. I'm just saying. It could be something like that. I don't know. All right. So I go into a bar not too long ago. Not in Columbus. Thank goodness it was not here. Amen on that. Whew, glad it wasn't here. And I had a pair of white pants on. And at some point, I realized, maybe just sitting at the bar, I'm like, oh, my God, I have my Spanx leopard panties on. I'm like, shit, somebody could see the stripe up the back, their thongs or something in the front. Like, if I can see it through here, somebody else could see it, right? Now, I know this younger generation, they don't give a fuck. They probably wear shit like that deliberately so somebody can see it. But older peeps were like, no, if you have on white pants, you better have on fucking white panties. But that was not the case. So I go into the restroom, I slip out of these pants and shoes and everything else to get these panties off, which was not a simple feat, by the way, especially drinking. So I get the panties off, I get the pants back on, get my shoes back on. And I take the panties and I, I don't know, I thought I zipped them into the middle part of my purse, which I did not. No, no. So they were like on the side of my purse, right? So then I go back to the bar, I'm sitting down, and when I immediately put my purse on the bar, which if I had just hooked it on that little hook underneath, this story would have had a different ending. So I don't, I put it on the bar, and the panties come right out. And I'm thinking, I'll just stuff those back in, but no, no, no. There was a fellow to my right, and he just picked those panties up and twirled them around. Oh, boy. And then I did ultimately put them in my purse. So then he knew I'm commando. And he mentioned to his friends that I was commando. And so I got the looks and the chatter and all these other things. And I'm like, son of a bitch. Wanted that private moment. Hey, maybe that's where I was tracking with that. I don't know. What's the moral is? Is there a moral of that story? Maybe when you take your cats off your cat. I don't know. That's not a moral. Fucking don't wear white. (laughs) Maybe that's the fucking moral. If I'm being fully transparent, I'm actually kind of a lot under the weather. I do not have the monkey pox. I did have a banana earlier. Maybe this is anti-pox liquor. I don't know. Hey, at any rate, all I have to say is cheers, darling. Well, it's time for a refill. Join me for my next episode of Boobs, Booze, and Other Stuff, where I vow to keep it real and real interesting. Interesting.